Thank you very much. I appreciate that uh, for calling me to share the word and be an encouragement to all of us. It's a great privilege, brother. And we pray for you. We remember uh, this prayer meeting, although I really cannot, cannot, just cannot lay my time aside to come and sometime be with uh, you to pray, but we pray for you all and for the ministry audio, uh, sermon audio ministry. Right. Let us now bow in prayer. Oh, gracious Father, we give thee thanks, O Lord our God, for this time of prayer that thou hast called us. O oh, dear Father, we pray that this prayer meeting, O oh Lord, will grow and multiply, and thy, O oh Lord, servants all over the world cry out to thee for a great revival, for a great awakening, even as other saints everywhere are praying, O oh Lord, that thy name may be glorified, that we may see a great change in many hearts, even the governments and people. Lord, there is nothing impossible with thee. Thou art able. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, uh, I'm going to read uh, from Exodus chapter 33. Exodus chapter 33 and verse 11. Verse 11. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face, as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp. But his servant, Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. And if I may give a title to this, I've simply said, Joshua departed not out of the tabernacle. But the young man who assisted Moses, Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' servant, a young man, there's a stress there on a young man, a young man, would remain behind in the tent of the meeting. Moses rose up and went out of the tabernacle into the camp. But his servant, this young man, continued, remained in the tabernacle. He departed not out of the tabernacle. Now, many a times in our relationship, with our Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, one sentence, one line, one word takes hold of us and it makes a great impact. It begins the work of salvation in us. It changes us, transforms us, renews our mind. We are familiar with this kind of thing. His word is a life-giving word. Jesus says in John chapter 6, verse 63, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. 
indeed their life. Well, within few days of my conversion, the Lord spoke to me through Isaiah 44 about idol worship. And I broke all the idols and burnt the pictures of Jesus and Mary. As a Roman Catholic, I worshiped idols, but having broken the idols, I placed my Bible on the altar of a glass. The altar was made of glass. I pray, put my Bible on it uh, in my sitting room and I worshiped the Bible. Well, the early next morning, while reading the Bible, my eyes fell on Hosea chapter 10, verse 8. The thorn and thistles shall come up on their altars. Look, from this whole verse, what impressed me are the words. The first thing when I woke up and I began to pray and read the word, this chapter 10 of Hosea verse 8, the words, particularly these words, the thorn and the thistles shall come up on their altar. Immediately I said to myself, so the Lord does not want even an altar to be raised and the Bible to be worshipped. Jesus wants to dwell in our hearts. He comes to dwell in our hearts. Jesus said, if you love me and keep my word, I and the Father will come and abide in you. This is a promise of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our hearts are the altars of God. We are the temples of the Holy Spirit. And just as the Lord speaks to you and me from his word, through the, through the chapter, through a verse, from a sentence, through a line, even from a single word of the Bible, this line about Joshua impressed me. Impressed me. Joshua, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. Why not? The man of God, Moses, moved out of the tabernacle from the presence of the Lord and went into the camp. But Joshua continued in prayer. Joshua continued in the presence of the Lord. What determined this young man to remain behind, continue behind, to commune with the Lord? It's a general, it, it is generally known that uh, Christians, young pastors, young believers like to be out of the closet of devotion as quickly as possible. Even those who have matured in Christ, we believe, you know, many, many, as I speak to people, young people especially, we believe reading books at the time of devotion interesting. We find listening to a sermon on the media, listening to Christian songs and hymns and watching some videos more interesting. As children of God, so much of our time is taken up by these activities. We may even love to pray in a group. All this is good and have its place. But Joshua, the young man, even when his master, his partner, his co-worker, co-laborer, his companion, his champion. When he left the tabernacle, the house of prayer, he departed 
not out of the tabernacle. Why not? Well, one reason given is in Exodus chapter 33, verse 9. And it came to pass, as Moses entered into the tabernacle, the cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle, and the Lord talked with Moses. The Lord talked with Moses. What was the sign? That in the tabernacle, God spoke to Moses. And it came to pass, verse 9, as we read, as Moses entered into the tabernacle, the cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle. The people in the camp saw this. So from very early on, the Lord was teaching his people through this sign of cloudy pillar that when you come to pray, God comes to commune with his people, with his servants, with his pastors, with his saints. So when a person comes to pray, comes to have conversation with God as a friend, the best friend, the Lord comes to him. The Lord talks with that person. The Lord God, the Lord Jesus Christ wants to talk, dear friend, with you and me. He speaks through his word. It is obvious that this young man, Joshua, wanted to hear God speak to him. He wanted to hear God teach him, have intimacy with him. Without God's word, Joshua could not be Moses's assistant. Surely not. He could not be God's servant. Another reason I think why Joshua did not depart from the tabernacle is that Joshua saw the Lord speaking to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. Verse 11. And Moses said unto the Lord, sorry, and the Lord spake unto Moses face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp. But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. So, is that not amazing? Surely Joshua, the young man, the servant of Moses, under training, sensed this deep communion taking place between the Lord and Moses. Prayer is a communion between two intimate friends. Sorry. Yes, the people in the, uh, in the camp saw this. So a person who comes to pray comes to have conversation with God as a friend. And that is what Joshua realized what was happening between, between Moses and God. Then the Lord spake unto Moses face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend. And that is really amazing. This deep communion taking place between the Lord and Moses. And prayer is a communion between two intimate friends. <clears throat> we spend so many 
hours with our friends. You spend so much time perhaps with your wife, one of your child or your neighbor, or one of the brother in the Lord. We spend time on the phone, on the internet, and perhaps going fishing. Anyone, any one of these can be your best friend. And time just passes on as you talk and talk. And all these activities and conversation and fellowship is good and helpful. But what about your time with your creator, the savior, your Lord? And Moses was a very busy man, we know. He was involved so much. But he was advised to cut off some of his duties. Our first love should never replace any other thing in this world. Prayer is a sweet intimacy between God and man, between God and his child, between God and his servant. Are you preparing to be a pastor? If there's any young man praying with us this afternoon, are you preparing to be a pastor, an evangelist? Let us learn from this young man, Joshua. Are you a Bible teacher in the seminary? Let the young man learn from you. Joshua did from Moses. Moses was a man of prayer. Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Our Lord Jesus Christ spent hours, even the whole night, communing with his father. Paul would obviously do the same, spend time with the heavenly father. He says, imitate. Even as I also imitate the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ told his disciples, come, Come away and take rest. And they saw the Lord Jesus, their master, praying, having communion with the Father. The greatest danger for pastors and Christian leaders is to get so preoccupied that personal prayer time can become a time of arranging in the mind the different tasks of the day. Or to ask God to help them out in the different projects they have to complete. Instead of having friendship and communion with God, pastors and leaders can be spending time to think about the work ahead of them. Prayer time can become a time of charge, charging themselves by their own strength. The people of Israel knew that the Lord talked with Moses. Joshua knew that the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. If you and I have missed out on this, dear brethren, let us take hold of that line from the word of God and allow his word to change our prayer life. It is never too late. I'm finishing. But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle.